I'm gonna go now, Phoebe. I'm just walking the dog, okay? Can you sing me a song, Phoebes? What about Daddy? What about Daddy? Oh. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, all right, I'll see you. See, see you, Ernie. See you in a sec. I'm just literally walking the dog. Don't worry, Ernie. That's all it literally is. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, those poor fools, they have no idea. Um, <clears throat> I wish I could tell them what was going on, but I think they'd be proud. But that's the stone clear as lot. So uh, here we go. It's the 8th of January. It's early. It's like maybe quarter to eight, going about early. <clears throat> Today, you've got a few appointments. Uh, not as early as I'd like, actually. Oh, and... Uh, Today's going to be quite technical. Uh, it's, uh, yes, it's, the conditions are, I mean, it's actually still a little bit dark, which is exciting. Conditions are okay. It seems like it might be a little damp. Um, and uh, it's not too cold. Uh, it's not been that cold really all winter, so that's quite good. Though there are other issues other than cold that will affect stone clearer. Um, mainly on this field, uh, there's a crop growing on it, of course, so that's kind of a, sorry, girl, I apologise. Uh, and, uh, and obviously that will make things more difficult. It'll be difficult to see where the stones are. But that is just one of the, one of the many challenges the stone clearer has. Um, wondering if one year this field may be left fallow. That'll be an amazing year. I'm already looking forward to a plough day when a whole new family of stones will be uncovered from beneath the surface of course uh, it's not just the surface I have to clear here it's every single stone I mean realistically down to six feet something like that I'm not I'm not going to become obsessive and and try and clear the stones to the centre of the earth partly because that would involve removing the Earth's core, um, which I'm not prepared to do. That would be crazy. So today's um, stone clearing uh, podcast, Stone Clearing with Richard Herring, is going to be mainly for experts, actually. If you're a newbie, um, we've given you quite a few podcasts just to wet your whistle. Um, I am going to be talking to people... I mean, I'm, I, I see most of you started stone clearing by now. Just try to dig up the site. One that's quite small. But... Oh, there we go. That was quite a big one. Um, and, you know, I'm getting a lot of questions coming in. I can't answer them all. There's so many emails coming in about this from people who are clearing their own stones. Maybe you oh, well, she's out right out there. She's doing a poo with it right in the middle of the field. It's fine. That will catch out some stone clearers later, but... 
Wolfie looks like a kangaroo the way she's doing there. Um, yes, this is this today will be for more expert people. I mean, the number of emails I've had. I've had an email from uh, Ian Tree. Uh, he emailed him to say, "Hi, Richard. Um, how do you select which stone you're going to pick?" That's a very common question. Also, Simon Fence has been in touch. Um, he's asked the same thing. Um, Gloria Pebble, she's been in touch to say, good name for a stone clear, isn't it? Haven't, didn't make it up, it's uh, her name. Uh, how do we choose, how do you choose? There's a billion stones on my field. How do I know which one to pick? Well, I think the thing that I've learned most uh, in my long time with stone clearing, and I think this will resonate with a lot of stone clearers out there, um, when you start, uh, you'll just think, I've got to get every stone. I've got to get them all. You try, you're carrying armfuls of stones around. Obviously, within reason, try not to get discovered by other dog walkers, etc. and so on. Um, but in my vast experience of now, six or so months, you realise, hey, look, these stones aren't going anywhere until you take them somewhere. You don't have to get them all. Even if you just clear one a day, that's fine. You clear one a day, and then in a billion days, job done. Uh, if you clear two a day, you've just taken down to half a billion days. So, you know, it's not that much different, is it? Um, so that's my main tip. To A lot of you will have gone out there very excited. Try to take out all the stones in a day or two. Realise that's impossible. Become disenchanted. Maybe even given up stone clearing as something uh, that's ridiculous to do. Um, and I pity the people that that happens to. But look, you could walk around the field, take one stone off. You have to feel which stones want to come off. And the way you choose, the way the stone chooses you. That's, uh, I've taken off about six or seven stones just as we've been talking in this little bit. So, you know, that's that's better than one a day, isn't it, already? So I'm up. Um, the way you choose... Is um, you let the stones choose themselves. I think you go out. A stone will will appeal to you, and you will say yes. It's your time. It, it's like the stone is talking to you. The stone isn't talking to you. If the stone stop talking to you, please seek medical medical assistance. That is, they can't talk. They have no mouths, uh, no vocal cords. Um, they have no brain, so kind of, even if you believe they were psychic in some way, which sometimes they do seem to be, um, they still couldn't communicate because they are just made of stone. Uh, and as far as science knows, the stone isn't capable of any language. Um, but they still speak to you in another way, which is to say, hey, it's my turn. And maybe it'll just be like this one. Bang, why have I picked this one? Because just the flat whiteness of the of the outside here just attracted my attention. Look here, there's a point. There's a there's a hundred stones just here, but that one I like. That one I like. And what I'm trying to do now, especially around the edge where there are less big stones, um, I'm trying to pick five little stones out, which on each journey off the shore, uh, I'll just drop one. Oh, there it is. That's lucky. Well, maybe it was all the same, but I've got five now anyway. 
Uh, and then that is a good size stone that fills the palm of my hand, those five stones. It's not just about size. Andy McH is obsessed with just picking the big stones out. Um, yes, those are satisfying. Yes, it's great when you find a big stone. But sorry if this is getting too technical again. If you are a new listener, this probably isn't the place to start. I mean, you know, why not start at the beginning? What's wrong with you? Um, but also, please feel free to skip this one until you have been doing stone clearing for like me for months rather than for a couple of days like you know some of you are going to come in oh yeah I love stone clearing and then just become bored of it and you need the staying power really uh, so those five went onto the can in the corner of the field actually that's a can that if you want to see uh, if you watch uh, the episode of Rahalastapa, Rahalastapa with uh, a bunch of fingers on the buzzers team. You'll see a little intro where I'm in this corner of the field and you can see how that particular um, cairn is developing because it's, it's fully videoed, which is obviously a rarity. Uh, so here, along the path, I found three really decent sized stones. Sometimes that will be what attracts you. Sometimes it'll be like, hey, I've walked past this place a million times, I've never seen that stone. That's the stone. It's come up, it's grown, it's come out of the ground, it said, it's my time, it's my time. So there's a dog walker a little way away, so it's fine for the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes the size of a stone will attract you. Come here, Wolfie, Wolfie. And uh, sometimes it will just be this shape. This one, this one's sort of the size of the fingernail of, of a largish man. And I've just picked that waffle on its own. Brown on one side, black on the other side, bit of flint. It has to come off the field at some point. It's coming off now. I've taken three minutes just to looking at it, familiarising myself with it so that I recognise it again. If anyone comes to me and says, was this one of yours? I yeah, yep. I remember that beauty. And then bang, that one's gone. Well, it was, I was aiming for the roots of the trees that lie in this bit. But uh, I know they all this time. Missed there, but that's what it landed where it wanted to go. That's the other thing. Um, another thing, well, I was just approaching a couple of dogs, so <clears throat> I might not want to get onto a brand new important point. I'm just pretending I'm a regular dog walking now, so um, passing some nice stones that I can't take. Coming up to the can at the other end of the path to the main can, you know, the one I'm talking about. Um, so this guy's got his dogs on the way as well. Got two dogs, black one and a brown one. And uh, Wolfie's haunches are raised in a way that would annoy one guy. So, anyway, well, let's just pretend we're making the dog walkers now for a second. Oh, he's heading across the field. He's giving us time to pass. I think he thinks his dogs are a bit crazy. And maybe they will. So, we're speeding up a bit to get past him. Come here, Wolfie. Good girl. Good girl, you've been a good girl. Good girl. Morning. Whoop. Wow. Whoa. Good girl. Well done, Wolfie. Good girl, good girl. Good girl. That was a bit of excitement. Uh, that's uh, one of the silent dog walks. He just sort of smiled to me with a menacing look on his face, really knowing he had two vicious dogs. He'd stepped aside into the field, which obviously is something people should not be doing. Uh, 
and just stood there with his two dogs. He let us pass. Uh, they're still standing, looking at us like log dogs, but they're not log dogs, they're actual dogs. I'm pretty, pretty sure of that. Um, Wolfie behaved very well in that little encounter. I think she recognised the danger. She stayed with me till right the last minute, and they both came for her uh, with some force, nearly toppling the burly, rotund gentleman who was holding them, smiling, gurning like a foolish yokel. Um, that's what happened there for the people who listened. It's for the for the dog walking bit, which was he's still standing in the same place, so he's, he's afraid to let his dogs go even whilst we're in sight, but that he's looking at me, so there's been a whole four or five minutes here where no stone playing has been allowed to take place, uh, but uh, I might risk bending down and picking up one just here as Wolfie does a wee, uh, and this is the kind of mystical tree that, I, that has a scattering of stones beneath it, I just like to throw the stones towards that one and see where they land. Uh, and see there, it's, oh actually, that's quite interesting. Uh, a stone really grabbed my attention. I thought, that's the one. See, that's when I knew uh, it told me it was time to go. And uh, when I bent down to get it, it was a leaf. So that's the way that nature tricks you. This is the way that trees have probably survived as long as they have, is that they use their fallen leaves as decoys to stone clearers, and that gives them a purpose in evolution somehow. So, uh, right, we're out of sight now. Uh, I mean, immediately, look, I don't know how these guys have not been picked up on a previous walk, but four or five nice-sized stones, and they sometimes lead you, that's what I was going to say, one stone will lead you to the stone that is time to go, if you see what I mean. Oh, there's a dog, some dogs on the other side. Oh, I have to be a little bit careful. Sometimes you'll drop a stone, there's some dogs through the fence. Just one of those dog walkers, that one. Um, you'll pick up a stone it'll fall but where it falls there will be a, another stone and that stone has led you to this stone it's saying it's this stone's time so listen to the stones listen nothing's random in this universe these stones the way they're placed it's, it, it looks too random that's what I'd say it looks like someone said how can we make this look like it's random Let's make it look really, really random, but it isn't random. We're doing it for a, for a reason, and the reason is, um, well, I don't know what the reason is. All I know is my, uh, if I knew that, then yeah, I wouldn't be doing a stone clearing podcast. I'd be king of the universe, mate. So uh, what I'm doing, all I'm doing is getting the stones off. I know that's my duty. A lot of dogs out. This is an early hour. There's another dog coming. And this is slightly annoying because this dog's coming towards us just as I'm approaching my forbidden corner of the field, which I wanted to talk to you a little bit about. A lot of consternation. At least one person listening to the last podcast couldn't believe that I went into another field. Uh, and does it mean the fact that I've cleared some stones from that other field that I now have to clear that field as well? Have I given myself that job? Just saw a bit of grey there that I'm just poking out from the side of the the left-hand side of the, of the shore, but I still kicked it into touch, just so it's out of the way. And again, some nice stones here in the path, and I'm just going to kick them because we're, uh, we're being watched. Ah, oh, but that dog is gone. The dogs, I think, and they come out this early, maybe a little bit more troubled, even 
maybe not the mentally ill dogs that we've seen in previous podcasts, but dogs with violent attitudes, which uh, that owner has decided either he's seen me walking on talking to myself and thought, well, let's move away from this, or he knows his dog is trouble. And uh, still uh, consumed through the fence, still coming into the other field, which means I can't go there. But what is interesting about this corner of the field, A, it goes into the next field, where there's just stones littered. I imagine it's like being an explorer, going to some island where there's just jewels all over the beach that the native people have no value for uh, and don't realise it. Important, maybe you can just pick up off the ground. That's what that feels like. But do I... Right, there's one of the other hands coming out, so I'm going to just be a bit quiet just at this corner, which I love to be. Come on, girl. Good girl. Good girl. Let's go this way. Wait. I think we've got away with that one. Um, I might be able to just dawdle here a little bit, and uh, that dog and her owner are heading up. Up in that way, right into the field that we're talking about. The, I'm just going to dawdle in this corner so we can come back. I should just have a little check around here because this is an area that I do throw stones from a distance at, so there's often stones just lying. And I don't, we haven't gone this way in previous podcasts, and indeed I haven't gone this way for a little while. Um, look at that as a giant there. Oops, that may be one of the ones I've thrown. Um, okay, I think we're alone. Wolfie. Come in, she's not the leading, I think. Good girl. Um, this corner is fascinating, not only because of this e- extra field. Uh, yeah, they're walking away, they're not looking now, so hopefully we'll get away with this. They might think my behaviour is suspicious. But there is also a wall here, and that's a broken wall, nonetheless. We found that big bit of it the other day. Uh, but at one point there was a wall along here, and that is interesting to me. It's fallen now, it's like Ozymandias, the feet of that wall. Uh, and I'm now in the next field and uh, picking up a couple of stones and throwing them towards my cairn because I just can't resist, even though I think this is wrong I know many of you do, I can't resist the beauties that are here they're much bigger and better I mean, not that size is important and like Andy in the cage thing um, they're, they're just here, it's difficult to avoid them and now the woman may have noticed what I'm doing so I'm going to have to go across but the wall is here, I'm actually standing on the base of this wall Feet, the Ozymandias feet, if you will. That wall was made with cement. Someone cemented together, I think, stones from the field. They look like it. Uh, they created a wall and perhaps thought that they would, that wall would stand for generations, for years, and uh, be a testament to them. But the wall is gone, the wall's fallen. Now, I will use the foundation of that wall in my wall, I'm not stupid. That is historically what wall builders have done. You don't just have to go and see any ex-Roman city in this country or where, probably where you live, unless you live in America, where there probably weren't that many Romans. I don't know. I'm not a historian. Um, oh, look at the size of this beauty, Wolfie. I'm going to get the trowel out for this one, just checking no one's around. Now, what attracted me, that one was partly the size, but it's in the middle of a field. This part of the field is just festooned with festooned with uh, with stones and so look I'm just picking up four or five I might take these back with me rather than go start crossing the field uh, I, what attracted me to these four as partly size 
but and there was equally big ones all around. Oh, there was one coming across the field. I have to be quick. Be quick. I've got the bush to hide us a little bit, Wolfie. And let's go on to that corner cam. Let's go, Wolf, quick. Someone's on the way. So, yeah, I don't you know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know what what the, the X factor is. Because you're going to have to go back and you're going to have to get all of these stones and the ones that are far out into the stone ocean, of course. Um, there's just a little clump of three or four just small to regular size stones there that have attracted my attention. I'm going to try and throw those as far towards the shore as possible. It looks like okay. one of them's got onto the path. One of them's made the run all the way home. And a couple of them just a little bit close to the edge of the field. A little bit of distance to throw there. I've got a bit of a bad arm for some reason. Not connected to stone So, yeah, so obviously we build on that wars of the past. But that war of the past must also remind us of the folly and it's interesting, I was thinking about this, that obviously stone clearing's been going on for a long, long time, yet when you walk around fields, where are the walls? Where are the walls made by those people in the past? I think partly uh, stone clearings in the past were seen as weird vagrants. There were nude men walking around fields picking up stones. They had to keep what they were doing as secret as possible. That's difficult when you're naked. Uh, and they were chased, and in those days could be killed. And though that is still a danger, I'm not denying, certainly come out at night time, if people have a pharmacy, you're clearing stones from this field, you may be enraged, enraged and shoot you. That is still a problem for modern day uh, stone clearers. But where are those walls? Where are the walls built by the men of yore? Uh, and I picked up this just a, a little stone here that looks a bit like a bone or something. It definitely isn't a bone, but... That just attracted me due to its quirky shape. Uh, I'm obviously crossing the field now, so I'm limited in the number I can pick up. I've got now three. So this one, just the whiteness, it's standing up and looks ready to go. This one, I mean, again, just all, this is practically all stone. This one, I'm picking up a light brown spearhead-like stone. Just a, It just calls to me. I'm not literally, I'm not mad, so don't start thinking that. Look around and see if any dog walkers are coming across the day, don't they? There's one in the far corner over there. He's the guy nearly found me. Uh, a lot of dog walkers out there. They're not friendly ones, seemingly. They're all keeping their distance. Which suits me. It suits me, but it's fun to talk to them on the podcast. Oh, there's another guy over there. Yeah, so this is it's turning into a bit of a military operation today. Uh, both to keep the dog safe, and to, which is one of my responsibilities. That guy, I don't know why I picked that guy up. He's just lying there, looked as black as night. I thought, let's give him a go. Uh, and none of these particularly big stones. There was lots of big stones along here. I'll kick that one for a wolfie to go. Yeah, what well, the point I was trying to make, sorry, it's easy to get distracted while we're doing this. I hope people are keeping up. Um, presumably some of those ancient stone clearers, they, they, um, they were successful. They managed to hide what they were doing. They managed to build walls. And there are walls around fields, and they don't look like stone clear walls to me, to be honest, mostly, but maybe some of them are. But I wondered, maybe, and maybe we'll find this out in the course of this podcast, some way down the line, I have to say, once the field is cleared of stones, once you break your wall, maybe you learn something at that point. Maybe you realise this isn't about 
your own glory. Maybe you realise, oh, shit, that was a waste of time doing all that stone clearing. I've got all the stones off. Maybe once the stone clearer built that wall, they just feel I've succeeded in that mission. Perhaps what I'm saying, the reason we don't see those walls, will be, is maybe because stone clearers, once they've completed their mission, put the stones back. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait until we get there. But it's interesting that that wall, now some distance away, we're now at the telegraph pole, and I've only put five or six little stones there today. So this is quite a good place to come for nighttime stone clearing. Um, there's obviously no one around. Also, there's a, just a ton of stones around here that you can just have fun chuck lobbing around. Um, you may be able to find a place like that for yourself. Uh, just... There you go, just throwing three little ones towards the centre. They roughly ended up being there. So, oh my goodness, there's a guy walking across the field without a dog. That's weird. What's he doing? He's a lady. Sorry if it was a lady. Apologise. Maybe it's an invisible dog. There's two dog walkers colliding on coming. One who's likely to intersect with me. Uh, the other going in the other direction. Wolfie! Um, just like it's so busy out here. Uh, the goons are out today trying to stop stone clearing. I'll just use this opportunity to as I, as I pick up, put Wolfie on the lead to pick up a couple of little stones that I'll hide in the crevice of my tiny hand. So coming down the hill, yeah, there's just a, it's a lady, I think, just walking across the field as if that's a, I mean, is that a stone clearer? You can back off if it is, this is my field. Uh, I'm just trying to time it so I don't intercept with this guy. Not because I don't want to talk to him, just because it will make our stone clearing a bit easier. And there, look, this one, I mean, this is this has stuck out to me. Hey, it's just laying on the ground. Somehow unnoticed in the many passes I've done, being just as white as quite an off-white thing. Uh, just the size of, say you'd eaten half a tub of chewing gum, uh, which I have done and, and clumped back together in one big piece of chewing gum. Yeah, those tubs you can get in garages now. Sometimes I just eat loads of those. I'm not the tubs, the actual stuff inside. Uh, and if I were to clump together, I'd say 20 pieces of chewing gum that had been chewed, that's what this looks like. Just to give you an idea of the stone I just picked up, just in case you see this stone in the future. and wonder, was that one of which is? Anyway, the, the dog walkers heading off down the path off the field. Um, a path I'd rarely go down because it's obviously not part of the field anymore. It does lead more direct to my house. But um, why waste the walking time not picking up some stones? That's what I say. So just as he's gone now, I'm picking up just a little area. With, there's five or six stones. There's lots of stones there. I picked up five or six. There was a couple of big dog pieces there as well, which I avoided. Uh, so not a massively successful day in terms of uh, stone clearing so far, partly due interruptions, partly, I think, you know, a lot of the bigger stones are are gone until the next plough. Um, but there, look, weirdly, a little, just a little orangey stone. It's not big. It's, I don't know, I want to compare it to the size of the chewing gum one, but it's not the same right colour. So it's about the same size, if you're trying to get an idea of that in your head. Um, if you can't get an idea of it, why don't you just go and buy one of those tubs, eat about half, just chew up about half of it in your mouth. Uh, not the tub, the stuff inside, and uh, just 
kind of hold, get all the chewing gum out, look at it, that's the size we're talking about. If you want to get an idea of how big that stone was, please do that. So this can just doesn't seem to get any bigger, however many stones I put on it. Um, so you seem to be walking for 26 minutes, I think now. Uh, I know this is, the, again, a lot of you like this little place, so I'll have to pick a couple of stones here just for the fun of it. That's a tiddler, Andy McKay, that one's so small. Actually, some good decent nose very close to the edge. We're coming to the post that I try and throw stones at. A lot of you love to hear the the, the clunk of the, the wood. Uh, let's see if I can do it this time first time. I'm going to kick one first, see how that does that. I don't know any. Um, right. Missed. or oh, hit the fence, though. There, second one. Bang, hit. I've got loads here, so I might do more. Oh. Oh, well, a one hit out of five. That's not bad. Um... I hope you enjoyed that, fans of that. But it's just a little bit of fun, a bit of levity. Just sort of fairground thing. All right, we'll take you off the lead now, horse. Come. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know if I've really... Uh, I mean, we're, we're coming towards the end of the walk. Uh, and it's been quite quick because I haven't been able to stoop down and pick up too many stones. Uh, look, you're trying to get all the stones off, right? That's the important thing. You're not trying to do it quickly, you're not trying to beat any world records, you're just trying to do it, hopefully, within your lifetime, or the lifetime of your children or their children. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's that in, it's an indescribable thing that makes you think this is the stone. See, look there, there's, uh, there's just all along the edge of this field. It's just pebble dashed. Uh, there's some poo there. Uh, don't touch that. Try not to touch the poo, I've been quite successful so far. Um... And I've, I've avoided most of them, but just these two here I liked. I don't know why. Because it's not in your, not really your choice. I think it's the truth of it. Sometimes you can get like stone madness and start to pick up everything. But uh, I've got, I've got a more than I usually. I would usually sort of limit myself to five stones. When I'm picking up little ones, unless I'm coming across the field, in which case I will. Oh, look at that! The really big one just on the path. I wonder what that's doing there. Who? Where do Where do those come from? That's the question. Um, oh, it's just dropped one of the little ones. Well, I'm going to kick that to touch. It obviously felt it wanted to be there. There aren't really any uh, cans along here. So I thought there's a little tiny one. There's a nest here. So I'll just deposit. Oh, there's someone coming up behind me, but there's far enough away to be wondering what I'm doing, but not hear me. I hope. So let's pick up the pace a little bit, Wolfie. It's a red hat yet, the old lady. Um, no interactions really so far apart from those dogs trying to attack Wolfie. So I'll put this one that I found in the path. Uh, this was again, it's a, it does look like a sort of part of a leg bone. It's not, it's very definitely made of stone. It's not organic. Or there would be no need to panic. But there is. So that one's going to go. I'm trying to extend this central can into a two-direction wall. Um, so, and I think that person's coming this way. I was going to do a little bit of housekeeping around here, but uh, we must move on. Come on, Wolves. So heading down, down the hill to uh, the ditch. Um, again, this area, as you probably know, if you've been listening for a while, not festooned with stones. Uh, and I'm looking out, and this is the problem I'm talking about. When I started doing this, you could look out and I could hassle half. I could see a stone uh, 50 metres away and think I'm going for that one and swim out into the stone, pick it up, bring it back, rescue it. 
it felt good. Now I can't really see. All I see is green, a few occasional tyre tracks. Um, and there were never the, loads of stones down here anyway. Here's one in the path. I'll just pick that up. Just come loose in the path. That one's quite near to a, a little nest I've got there. I have quite big stones. There was occasional big ones down here. That's what's frustrating. Um, I'm just popping out to pick up. Yeah, I mean, when you go out there, there are these small stones. But you have to go and look, and then the danger is in the daytime to get seen out in the ocean. That's suspicious. Also, you're just going out for... It, it is obviously easier when they're just right by the path. Uh, and, you you know, I think it will take a, a year or so just to clear up the ones that are that close. Uh, there's a lovely big one in that mini can. Massive, one of the biggest ones I've found. Always love seeing that boy. Uh, I think that one is a boy. I'm not being sexist, not because it's big, just that's, it just gives off uh, a, a masculine musk. And there's some big female ones as well. And in fact, I think the great white stone that I'm searching, I'm sure, is a female. Um, but the nice thing about stones uh, in this modern world is they are largely without sex. And so it doesn't become confusing for old men to try and understand what's going on. Um, so re approaching the ditch, as you know, if you if I don't throw a stone in here every time I pass, something terrible will happen in the world. Um, I kind of wish someone had been doing this walk during World War Two. I wonder the things that they might have stopped. And, you know, I think you're just like, oh, sorry, whoops, you're right. Just clattered Wolfie in the face with the lead. She's OK. Uh I mean, you know, the world's bad enough, so God knows what terrible things will be happening. And I'm just down on my knee here. This is slightly, oh, slightly risky maneuver. Because I've, and again, that's what, that's the beauty of stone clearing. Just when you think you've got it and you understand it, it will surprise you. That literally six inches from the edge of the shore, I saw a little bit of stone poking up. I've walked past this uh, place. I mean, God knows how many times in my life. Uh, and I've discovered, um, if you imagine a house brick and then sort of cut it along one side and then cut it at the bottom, and it's about a third of a house brick in size now. But you're imagining that. That's what we've got. So, um, like, I knew this would be... Oops. Put that on the can. It's toppled one of the big stones. That's the problem with putting the big stones at the top. There's actually a tennis ball on this can. Um... She's made of rubber. I'm not sure fish it should be there. I'm not sure someone put it on the can or whether it's just come from a nearby tennis court. Um, I'm leaving it there for now. I don't like the way that stone fell. It's kind of come off the can. Well, that's one of my favourite ones. That's the one with the nice colour. So it'll go on the top, but where it's precarious. These things do roll off. Be careful. Um, so, yes, um, I, this was a more of a technical podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. It was more for... The, uh, as I said, the experienced stone closes, I think we'll have got more from it. Though I didn't really, uh, I, I feel sufficiently explain how I make my choices or how the choices are made for me by the, let's say sentient stones. I don't think they're able to communicate directly, but I think they have a, well, even though they don't have a brain, I think they have a sense of what they are and their place in the universe. But it's more of a shared sense because they were once one big stone. Any scientist will tell you that's how it all began. One big stone. Now a billion, 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 billion stones. Probably a trillion. Um, 
I hope you enjoyed it. Um, they're not all going to be gold. These, you know, they're not. They're, we're just trying to work our way slowly. But that's my point. Okay. Not every podcast has to be great. Not every stone clearing session has to clear ten thousand stones. We've done our little bit. Even if I walked on that field, got one fingernail stone through that onto, not even onto a pile, just out into the bushes. That would be one stone less that needs to be cleared. It would be one stone closer to our mission. Whether our mission then becomes to put all those stones back again, we can only discover once we have completed phase one. Uh, or whether after phase one, I move on to the field that I feel now is partly my responsibility. Oh, well, don't take them off. I'm just going to take off the lead. They're wolves, but we're in the road. That would be the worst time to do it. Um, so, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, do keep listening to the podcast. Do keep emailing those questions in. Simon Carr has been in touch. Another oh, Simon. Uh, he's been in touch just to say, well done, Rich. This is great. Love the podcast. Actually, all of the, all of them started to love, hello, Rich. I love the podcast. They all started, they all love the podcast. Everyone does. Um, is the best podcast ever. Oh, come on, Simon. Uh, but I particularly like the bits where you clear stones. <laughs> come on, Simon. That, I, get to the point. Stop flattering me. I think this is probably in my top four stone cream podcasts of all time. Come on. I mean, that's slightly insulting. Um, how do you keep this from your wife and children? That's a good question, Simon. Um, well, we're back home now. And luckily the kids are no longer in the kitchen. So I think we're going to be okay. Good girl. Let's get some breakfast for you. Um, it's difficult. You want to tell them that's the truth. You want to tell them what you're doing so that they can applaud you, be proud of you. I know my wife would be so pleased with me if she knew what I was doing. Um, I try to sometimes say to her, oh, you know what, if, imagine a bloke was clearing his off the field. How would you feel? And she looks at me like I'm crazy. I think, Why are you asking me that? I said, no, just that's hypothetical. Would you think he was amazing? Or would you wish you were married to him? Uh, she some, doesn't really answer that question properly, to my satisfaction. Um, she just sort of walks away, sometimes just shaking her head, and looking in her eyes, going, what did I do when he was 40 when I met him? He was quite good looking, and not when I thought fairly normal. Wolfie, come and get your breakfast. Um, do keep those emails coming in. Uh, Trevor Dog Cage. Just, he's just literally emailed in just now just to say, love the podcast, Richard. Keep up the good work. So thanks for that. And, uh, and oh, no, another one's coming. Another one's coming from um, Simon Kibble. Love the podcast, Rich. Could you do more stone clearing? That's good. Could there be more about stone clearing? Well, I'll try. You know, I'll try. Could, could they be an hour long on the podcast? That's just another podcast that's coming, another email that's coming. Um, from a chair breakfast items that's coming from so uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and do keep tuning in see what happens next time see how crazy things get sorry there weren't many encounters with people I'm sorry I didn't really talk about um, to my satisfaction about how you choose the stones anyway it's nearly 40 minutes on let's, let's stop it now bye
You have been listening to Stone Boom with Richard Herring and my guest, Wolfie the Dog, also featuring those two crazy dogs and the weird man, and also some people in the distance. Thank you to Mike Cosby who composed this beautiful music, and to our mystery voice. If you've not got it yet, hardly anyone's got it. 